Welcome to another edition of Cloud Unfiltered. I am Michael Chenitz. This is a special edition of Cloud Unfiltered where we are at KubeCon. And I have Emilio Salvador from Google over here. Welcome, Emilio. Michael, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's oh, a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show. So this is a huge show right now. Um, you know, uh, we, have, we have so many new technologies coming out. You know, I, I asked this question, but we'll start with this question. We'll flip it around a little bit. What are you interested in here? What are, what are the things that you, you're really excited about? You know, anything that you're seeing that yeah, you're... Yeah, if there's one thing I'm excited about is kind of the, the overall ecosystem. You know, yeah. if, if you think a few years back, it was just a few of us working on Kubernetes, and now coming here, seeing this, and finally, after two years, you know, having the opportunity to meet so many people and seeing the explosion of the ecosystem, the amazing set of technologies that people are building on top of Kubernetes, companies, communities, it's, it's just mind-blowing. And, and I agree, because, you know, I, I come back from the days of, you know, pre-Docker and even, you know, um, you know, uh, jails and, and things like that, you know, all these different systems that came from Linux and, and all these different uh, aspects of, of Linux. And to see, you know, the first, I, I when it, as soon as Docker came out, I knew that that was a game changer. And then to evolve into Kubernetes and to evolve containers, and now actually into micro VMs, you know, there's so many different things spawning out of that. And and to see this ecosystem, it's just amazing. It's amazing, <laughs> and not only that, is the way the way the role of developers, you know, has changed over time. You know, I, I used to be a developer a long, long time ago. <laughs> I started my career developing uh, Win32 applications. Wow. And uh, you can see how things have dramatically evolved, and developers are now more more key to the business than they've ever been. Yeah, and, and, and that's a good point. Is is a lot of the development style has changed too. Absolutely. So, so you know, I, I talk about this a lot on the show, but you know, originally there was this monolithic kind of application. It would sit on a server somewhere. It would have libraries. You would put like a web application firewall if you were fancy, or just a firewall in front of it, and that would be it. And developers would develop one big chunk commit that big chunk, it would either pass or fail, and that would be it. <laughs> that, that would be it, right? <laughs> there was no way to change that. There it would no take forever. Change that. It would take and if forever. the developer left, then you'd be, oh my God, how are we going to fix this? Yeah, yeah. so it turns to today, now you have microservices, development teams might not even communicate together. They might just say, they say, hey, I'm working on the payments, this is my piece. I don't know about anything else. This they is might not even use on. the same technologies, they the same not. languages. The you same know, language. that's the beauty of this, that it opens up development to everyone, regardless of the technologies you're familiar with, as long as I mean, we all use kind of the same, you know, same foundational stuff. Yeah, so, you know, I guess the, the um, grandfather of all that was really coming up with REST. Yeah. Because REST is really what made that possible. You know, because, you know, there would be services, not microservices, that would communicate through APIs, through REST, and then eventually we got smart and we said, well, if we're doing that remotely, why not see if we could just have everything communicate And connect all together, right? Yeah. And that's when things got complicated. Yes. Then we have, I mean, thousands of services. How do we communicate? Yeah, and then how do you do it? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's interesting. I love to see how things start to evolve. And when I talk to people that, you know, are at Google or or even I just talked to um, you know some of the people from Tetrade that created Istio, and you know, and uh, when I talk to these different people, I love the story around it. Like what, and typically what happens is there was a need, there was some kind of something that hurt and was right. painful, and and they solved that need somehow, and that's 99% of the time why these solutions were created. 
Right, and, and what I like also is the fact that it's something that was created, you know, by a company, in this case Google, then all of a sudden the community embraced it. Yes. And, and it's taking it to a level that, that I don't think anyone thought of. Right? That's, that's awesome, you know, and, and it's great to see. And that's, that's really what I love about community, is that you could take something that you didn't even anticipate that being used for, and it morphed into something totally, totally, totally different. Totally different. <laughs> yeah. And then it's to a completely different level. The level of innovation coming from the community, it's as amazing. I said before, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah. Right. It used to be that only the big tech companies would have that level of innovation. But I would argue now that communities have either ex either you know excelled more than the, than the uh, tech companies or at least at an equal level. Well, I'd say that probably at a higher level, and they are pushing the big companies. I can't tell you about that. I worked at Microsoft, Amazon, and now Google. Yeah. And what I see from the community is pushing the envelope in a way that is forcing those big companies to react quickly and basically meet the developer needs. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's such an interesting thing because it's kind of flipped around over time. Yeah. And that's typical of technology and people that work in technology is that you see this shift of things moving around and then coming back in a different format. Right. You know? <laughs> more and more again. But I love the, that aspect of community and that aspect of just being able to, you know, if you're interested in something, go towards that. If you can contribute, do it. And, right. and you're, you're in. And now the, the sky is the limit. The I sky think is that all barriers are down, and there's nothing preventing people from working together, regardless of the language, the country, yes. you know, and the background. Yeah, right. That's that's the beauty of this. Yeah, and one of the things, and, and I think I was talking to uh, Stephen Augustus before, who's on our open source, uh, or head of our open source. Um, you know, is that people think that community is only code. And really, there's so many things you could do and engage in community. There's documentation, there's governance, there's all these different things that you can do, and you can help contribute, you know? And that and that's an amazing part. Right. Too. I mean, and all those things are key. That yeah. code by itself can't solve everything. No. And it's that you just take that beyond professional, right? The professional aspect of that, the, the friendships that people are building, the yes. ability to connect with individuals that you never thought about, you know, engaging with. That yeah. is truly remarkable. Yeah, it's 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 totally amazing, and and, and again, I, I go back to a, across countries too, because I think that brings people closer together. You know, we all want the same thing. You know, right. <laughs> and it's 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 an amazing thing. So tell me, let's shift gears a little bit. So I know you've had a a, a long. Um, history with a lot of these big companies that so many people want to be in. So, yeah. so you know, Microsoft, AWS, Google. So tell me a little bit about your journey, where you've been, and, and kind of, you know, how you got there, and, and uh, in it's two a, words. In two, in two words, <laughs> I guess, I got lucky. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I joined Microsoft back in 2004. I have spent the last 17 years working on, on developers. Yeah. I, I used to work in the developer and platform evangelism team at, at Microsoft. Uh, had different roles uh, in the company, working for the Visual Studio team, for Windows Phone, for Windows, and then... Uh, By the way, I was on that developer program that gave me the free Windows Phone. Oh, the free Windows Phone. Yeah, so I still have it. Yeah, <laughs> I still have plenty of them. I have to be honest with you, as much as I like my Android phone, I was in love with I liked Windows, the Windows Phone. Windows Phone platform. Right. You know, well, we could go on a whole tangent about right, why it yeah, wasn't we can, successful. Right, we can spend you know, the next two days. I really did enjoy yeah. the Windows Phone. I think it was just a little too late. That might have been its problem, but I really did enjoy it. I right, liked it. I think it was it was uh, it was an amazing product. And then hey, after that, I joined AWS. I worked in the serverless team. Oh, cool. I was there for two and two years and change, and joined Google two years ago. 
Oh, wow. So and what, it, you know, what are you doing at Google now? I, I'm now leading the, the business strategy and operations for developer relations for Google Cloud. That's oh, that's awesome, and I'm a, I'm a huge Google Cloud yeah. fan. So you know, a lot of people. I mean, I don't you know I don't want to say I have preferences, but Google makes it easy for me. So. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. And that's the intent. Okay, I mean, keep making it easy for all. Yeah, especially on the Kubernetes side, because I could say that Google has probably done it the best on the Kubernetes side than the other platforms. I find it easier to spin up a Kubernetes cluster on Google than I do anywhere else. I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. That's, <laughs> that's the goal. I think that our intent here is just to make it super easy for developers yeah. and give developers what they need to yeah. build amazing applications. Yeah, no, and that's that's key, you know, and and you know, I've had a this is a similar conversation that I've had too is that the Kubernetes ecosystem is doing itself a disservice in that it has to make things easier. There has to be more documentation, more guides, more more ways to make it easier, more more things around it because it's such a daunting thing to get into this Kubernetes ecosystem. I, I cannot agree more <laughs> with you, but it's always, I mean, I don't know how to strike the right balance. As, yeah. as things keep evolving, you know, sometimes it gets complicated to polish. Yes. You know, all those rough edges. Yes. And there's always a compromise between, hey, getting it super polished and keeping it pushing yep. to the next level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things that's that's super difficult here. Um, yeah, and, and and I think that it's it's hard because, and, and I'm, I'm not knocking Kubernetes at all because I think it's an amazing, uh, you know, community project. I think what they're doing is insane. Um, and it's hard to kind of keep that, that maintenance of let's, Let's try and add these like user-related features, but also try and keep it going, just like you're saying. And also while maintaining documentation and and videos and you and know, samples and, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh, and coming from DevRel, I can totally relate to right. that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so so I totally understand the, the struggle there. But it does it does make it easier. And you know, one of the things that makes it harder for people is that there's so many different things around Kubernetes. There's so many different products. How do you choose those products? What do you need? What does your application need? Do you need service mesh? Do you need security? Do you need all these things? And it becomes daunting for somebody that's not in it already. I agree with you, and that's why events like this are so critical. Yeah. In order to get people up to date and establish those connections, because eventually people need help. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many different projects, some of them competing with each other, is that, hey, what do I use? Yeah. And that, that's why, I mean, that's where the community comes into, you know, into the picture. Yeah, yeah. In those relationships. Yeah. It's almost like there, there, there needs to be a framework for how to do all this stuff once yes. you release this stuff to the community and it's it out there. It has to be an opinionated framework <laughs> yes. and clear guidance, yeah. but sometimes that's not easy because yeah. like always the answer is, well, it depends, yeah. right? Yeah, and I guess that every case is different. I mean, yeah. there's so many variables. It's not yeah. only about the technology, it's about the application that you are trying to build. Is it a new application? Are you just moving, you know, um, as we talked before, a monolithic application yeah. to the cloud? Yeah. What developers do you have in-house? Do you rely on external developers? What are your security requirements? So yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's a huge thing. Me, I came from the enterprise where I was in charge of architecture for a large financial company. And they have a lot of legacy apps and things right. like that. And compliance, you have to decide that. Security, security. Yeah. And you know, what parts go to the cloud? And you know, it's funny because every single CIO, CTO, CEO wanted to when when the cloud first came out, it was just like, just get to the cloud. And all the cloud companies were glad to say, and Google wasn't even around yet probably for in the cloud framework. 
uh, where it's just like, yeah, just come to the cloud. But really what people created was a second data center. It wasn't really a cloud because you weren't using was, all the... Right. <laughs> I met with a customer the other day. We were talking precisely about that. Well, go to the cloud. And then they said, well, I can't. What do you mean you can't? He's like, no, it's a compliance thing. I need to have things on-prem in this particular city. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So there's so many nuances. Yeah, yeah there's absolutely so many, so many nuances. So, um, yeah, so what else, what else about, you know, what you're doing now is, is reflective of, of like open source community? Do you get, does that integrate in any, in any kind of way? We have, we have, yes, I do, because a part of my work is trying to connect the dots within a, a company like Google. Yeah, yeah. So we have an open source team lead, okay. um, led by Chris Dimona, an amazing guy. Yeah. And, uh. Um, and we as DevRel, we got to make sure that whatever we do from a developer engagement and outreach standpoint is connected with the work that they are doing. Wow, that's, that's really cool. Well, we're getting to the, to the end of the time here. Where can people find you? Where can people, like, if they wanted to say, I, need, I want to see what Emilio Salvador is doing. Are you on Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those I'm, things? I'm on LinkedIn. I mean, Emilio Salvador, uh, Emilio Salvador at hotmail.com if you want to reach me out. You know, to my <laughs> I don't know if you should put that. Address. Maybe I should bleep that out. I don't know. You might get too much spam. You might get too much spam. <laughs> but anyhow, salvadorp at google.com, please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, reach out to me if you have any questions. So. Oh, if there's anything I can do to help, I'm here. All right, well, this has been amazing. Thank you so Michael, much, Michael, thank Emilio. you very much. Good to meet you. Yeah, hey, say hello to my friends at Cisco. Oh, yeah, well, well, say hello to everybody at Google. I love Google. Okay, perfect. <laughs> thank you. All right, thanks.